For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is... The Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Gang all here, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Had a crazy week here. I had to fill in for Von Hessler a couple days, and then Clark Howard filled in for me. It was just, it was nuts. So it's been a crazy week. I'm exhausted, but I'm happy to end the week with you. And I'm happy to celebrate the waning hours of uh, National Donut Day here. I uh, I had about 12 of them this morning. We'll talk more about National Donut Day in just a second. But yesterday when I was filling for Von Hessler, I did that story about the woman in Cobb County named Sandra Bullock who um, ran for the uh, congressional seat in the Democratic primary and won. And we talked about um, how it's uh, weird having a famous, having a name that uh, a famous person also has. And I brought up Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action <laughs> News who of course has the the famous uh, moniker Tom Jones likes it's to sing here. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Tom Jones from <laughs> WSB TV joins us in studio on the Mark Aram Show. Good to be here, Tom. You've been on the show a number of times, but yes. we never we never did a, like a one on one interview. I feel special, so I wanted I wanted to get you in first off yeah. before we get into the life and times of of you, Tom Jones. <laughs> what is it like having the name Tom Jones? What's it been like in your life? I, I got I tell this story all the time. My name is really Tommy Jones. That's what my mother named me, and, and when I first got into the business. They said, oh, that name sounds like a kid. you got to change it to Tom Jones. I'm like, my mother will go crazy if you <laughs> change my name to Tom Jones, some white guy. But I got into the business, and it has opened so many doors for me. You know, as a reporter, you know, you get that bond with people. They'll tell you anything, and people come up and invariably they'll mention the name and mention uh, their mother or father's affection for Tom Jones, and it, it kind of opened up some doors for me. I was worked in Las Vegas with Tom Jones. Yes. And I'd do a report at four, and people knew I was going to do one at five, and they'd come by, and women would come by and throw panties, try to time it and oh, throw that's panties hilarious. at me during the live shots. So, so your real name, name, your given name is Tommy. Yes. With a Y or an I-E? Y. All right. Yeah. And I wonder I wonder why they didn't say Thomas. Like, that would, if I was the news director, and I'll never be a news director, but I would have said, <laughs> why don't we do Thomas Jones? But I think Tom was more streamlined, and it was just simple. Yeah. Uh, and it was something that people can identify with. And then you think of the other Tom Jones. I think that played a role as so well. So you didn't have, uh, growing up, people called you Tommy Jones. Actually, they call me TJ. TJ, all yeah. right, I like that. That's when I know people are from <laughs> home, or I know them on a personal they call level. You if you call me Tom Jones, it's business. If you call me TJ, well, for, I know from here close. on out on the Mark Aram Show, <laughs> you will be TJ. TJ Tom Jones. There you go. <laughs> uh, joining us on the Mark Aram Show Friday edition of the program. Um, l- let's talk about you. You mentioned, uh, you know, well, you were in Las Vegas. 
Um, where did you start your television career? How did it all get kicked off? I started off in Amarillo, Texas. Wow. Wow. Market oh. number two. 155. Whoa, 155. Excuse me. I covered my fair share of uh, cow podunk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I started there, went to Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay. Market 50, 76, and then went to Las Vegas and then came here. So how long? You've been with Channel 2 for a minute now. 16 years. 16 years. That's about 50 years in dog years. Working the streets. But I would imagine like 16 years as, as the reporter, like a go-to breaking news. We're going to do in-depth stories. Tom Jones mm-hmm. is the man. Mm-hmm. The number of, uh, I mean, these streets are yours now, right? I mean, you have contacts that yeah. someone that's that's just starting out in the business couldn't even hope to achieve. Because what happens is you've, you've been here for so long and, and you meet people when they're just starting their careers sure. and then they get promoted and then they become the police chief, they become a judge, they become all these people and they you've bonded with them from way back and they trust you. They trust your word. Mm-hmm. They don't think you're trying to twist anything. So they call you when things happen. And that's a good thing. It is a very it's good a thing. It's a very good thing. And not just that. I, Mark, I don't do this job and get off at six o'clock. Sure. I, this job stays with me. I don't turn off my phone. Yeah. I accept calls at 2 o'clock in the morning. I often get calls from people at 2 o'clock in the morning. This woman just called me recently. She was in the back of a police car and was calling me saying she thought that she was being harassed. I get calls, and I take those calls yeah. because it's important that people have an avenue uh, to voice their concerns. So I think people see that. Actually, and I'm genuine when I'm interviewing people, I think that— this could be my family member. Yeah. This could be. So I come to it from that perspective, and I think that comes through. And it's it seemed, I mean, I'm not out on the streets as a reporter. I'm in the studio every morning and in the studio at, uh, on radio at night. Um, but it seems to me from the people that I meet out, um, they have a genuine affection for you. I'm talking about the viewers now. Yes. Uh, the viewers will often ask. They they always ask me about Fred Blankenship yeah, first because of, of what we do in the morning. Yeah. But but people always say Tom Jones seems like such a, a great dude. Is he? And I and I'm I hate to tell him no, but <laughs> yeah, no. thank you. But it seems like you know you've got that bond with the viewer that that uh, really helps w- when you're putting. I, these I think stories it shows together. Mark that I, I I I genuinely care. I want a better community. Mm-hmm. I want people to be better. I want to be better. We're all human. We make mistakes, but I want people to be better. I want us all to be better. And I think that comes across in my reporting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I try very hard not to take sides. Uh, I, I try to come straight down the middle. I want to look at both sides of an issue, sometimes a third side. And I want to present that as fairly as possible. Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News joining us on the Mark Aram Show. In your decade and a half at WSB-TV, what are some of the, the memorable stories, the big stories, or things that stories that stay with you that, that you will always be able to, to, to recall? I'm not so sure it's the story. It's when I can see that people have bettered themselves. And let me tell this story quickly. Please. And I put this on my Facebook page. Uh, during the Catherine Johnston shooting where mm-hmm. police oh, went in and shot the, the elderly woman, the elderly yeah. woman uh, they had went in on a no-knock warrant. Um, So I started doing stories on these no-knock warrants they were executing. And I went to this neighborhood where this woman had, uh, cops had kicked in her door uh, on a no-knock warrant. And and cops told me it was a crack house and a prostitution house. The woman came out and said, it was not a crack house. It was not. They kicked in my door how unfairly that was. And I interviewed her. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, just last month, that woman called me and left me a voice message and says, Tom Jones, I want to thank you. She said, I want to thank you. 
You came to my house and you interviewed me about a crack house. I told you then it wasn't a crack house. It was a crack house. We were doing all kinds of sinister stuff in there. She said, but you know what? You put me on TV and then people came up and they applauded for me for stepping up and talking about this issue. So I decided to go to school. I decided wow. to go to college. She worked at a Waffle House and she says she got this idea to go to college and she told one of her favorite customers, he says, I'm going to pay for it. Show me your admission papers and I'm going to pay for it. She got an uh, associate's degree. She got a bachelor's degree. And just last month, she got a master's degree in sociology. Oh, my goodness. Turned her life around. Wow. And she thanked me. That's amazing. She thanked me. Yeah. I think about this every day. What I do impacts people, sure. and I got to always remember that. And that, but I think you you can appreciate that more than uh, uh, that I can, or an anchor can, or or a meteorologist can, because we're in the studio. Yeah. And and listen, I'm not complaining. I've got bathrooms. <laughs> I've got coffee. <laughs> uh, but I'm not out there. I don't have the interaction that you do. I mean, you're out there every day. And that's why I live for that. Yeah. I enjoy it. People say, why aren't you sitting at a desk inside? I'm like, that's great. But I enjoy touching these people, good and bad yeah. people, because I learned something from all of them. That was my next uh, question. Yeah. Tom Jones from Channel 2. Anchor, You never had the anchor aspiration to sit I, behind the desk. Yeah, it'd be nice, but I'd miss that. Yeah. When I'm on vacation, I miss that. Yeah. I miss going out, talking to people and hearing their concerns. And I hear from every, I listen to it all. And I enjoy it all and I, because it helps uh, me do my job better. From, from Amarillo, Texas to uh, the number one local station in the nation, WSBT. Like hitting the lottery. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Being here. But how has the business changed as a reporter? Um, technologically, story-wise, what, what have been the biggest changes in the industry? Oh, well, 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 technologically, when I'd go out on a story, I'd have a pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> now I got a big bag of stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a laptop. I got a Wi-Fi. I, I got some of everything, and I'm hooked up to this. And, 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 and I used to be – here's one example. When We used to go to the jail, and somebody was getting released, and a lot of times we didn't know how they look. We're looking at everybody. Now we pull up a picture. Bam, bam, bam. This is how they look. Yep. Yeah. This is how the family members look. You know everything about them. Facebook has helped me tremendously. Sure. Uh, I did a story, the shootings in South Fulton. Before I went to bed, I checked Facebook, and a woman posted that my son had been shot over a friend's house. I'm like, okay. I filed it and said maybe I might be working on that. So yeah. went to bed, get up in the morning, and I see three teens have been shot, two of them killed. Wow. I'm at the scene. Just It looks like a war zone out there, all the evidence cones. It's like, whoa, last night, some woman mentioned it. Call her up. It's her son. And she used to work for Cox Media. So just, you know, small world, man. This world is small. And everybody, you think it might not impact you, but one day it may. Yeah, and I would imagine, uh, I mean, just from my job being at WSB, technologically, it's it's completely different. You know, it's, it's you get more access, you get more info. When I started doing traffic, um, we we didn't have those you know the Google Map sensors oh, yes and we didn't have a thousand cameras yeah. we, you know we were just calling the police every five minutes hey what's going on what's going on yeah. so it, it's pretty amazing finishing up with Tom Jones from Channel Two Action News any stories that stick with you in a bad way like you're like ah oh, I just it was, it was a tough story to cover and, oh, and yes. it, it still has yes. uh, leave something with yeah, you. well the, the, this this one here uh, I've seen some horrific stuff. Uh, Mark and and I usually try when I go on a scene, I normally try to look at these things as widgets mm-hmm. 
for the moment. Gotcha. Until I can get home and process it and deal with it because yeah. I got to do my job. So I look at it at Wizards. Uh, widgets. I was in Las Vegas, and a cop friend of mine called me and said, you got to get down here. There's been a bad accident. I'm like, an accident? I'm not really interested in an accident. Yeah. I got other things to do. He says, no, you need to get here. So I get there, and he walks me up on the highway. Five teens had been killed. Oof. A drunk stripper came and mowed them down. They were in a, a, a juvenile work release program where they had to clean up trash and mm-hmm. mowed them down. And I walked and I looked at each one of those kids and their faces were like in, frozen in fear. And I dealt with that. I did yeah. my report. But the next day, Mark, I went to that school because the kids said they wanted to put pictures up of these kids and the principal wouldn't let them. So I went to talk to him and I pull up all these kids, got pictures of these kids so here I am, I'm, I'm looking at how they look when I saw them, and I'm looking at these happy faces, and it hit me. These are real people. These are real people. People are hurting because of this. I broke down crying and had to go and sit in the, in the truck for an hour. I, I boo-hooed. 20 years ago, still with you. Still remember that. Tom Jones, you are the best, truly. Happy Thank belated you. birthday. Thank you. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks for coming in the studio. Yes. En- enjoy your Always weekend. a pleasure. Um, and I'm going to call you TJ from now on. Let's do it. If you see him on the streets, he's TJ. <laughs> Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News. We'll be right back. Hang tight. It's the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Much thanks to uh, Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News, one, one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. I mean, there's a lot of nice people that work here, but if you ever get a chance to meet Tom out and about, and as we heard, he's always out and about, make sure you go up and say hi to him. Take a picture. Uh, great, great fella. Uh, there. Make sure you follow him on Twitter and all that good stuff as well. Great career. Great dudes. There's great people that work here. I'm so happy to work here for at least the next three years, and then I'm going to retire. Um, Coming up after news weather and traffic, David Danzig, our resident foodie from Bites and Sights, will join us. We'll discuss National Donut Day, which is today, which is funny. I love donuts, but uh, there was a period of about five to ten years where I didn't eat a single donut I was working at a, a bakery when I was in high school as a summer job. I'd deliver bread in the morning, and then in the afternoon, I'd come in and bake, and I'd, I'd help the main baker, and I'd bake bread. But my main job was making the donuts. After making donuts in, in front of a fryer in July, I got sick of donuts, and I probably didn't have a donut for a good five to ten years. But thankfully, uh, that has worn off, and now I eat donuts on the regular, just Fridays, actually. I just eat donuts on Friday. Anyway, happy National Donut Day to you. We'll talk about Donut Day, uh, some weekend festivals that you might be interested in if you want to get out and explore your culinary world. Danzig will have that in just a moment. Don't forget, we can uh, continue this conversation on social media, very social media active. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Mark Aram. On Instagram, it's at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. And on Facebook, it is Mark Aram WSB. All right, hang tight. News, weather, and traffic next Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m., 7 to 9 p.m., Monday through Friday on the Nifty 750. Thanks to Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News joining us on a Friday evening uh, now in studio from our uh, our favorite foodie of The Mark Aram Show. Thank you. Because you're a real foodie. Johnny Kilbasa is the fast food guru. Right. You you deal in real dishes. A slow food. Yes. Yeah. slow food foodie. David Danzig from Bites and Sights. Um, on National Donut Day, to me, every day is National Donut Day, but uh, it should be. This is the official one, and I. Um, so every Friday 
Fred Blankenship or Linda Stouffer buy donuts for the new staff, and they always bring, nice. they bring them down. Yeah. So I always get donuts on Friday. So I got those donuts, but then we were treated to uh, an assortment of other donuts, including a spot up, I guess they're in Buckhead, Duck Donuts? Duck Donuts, yeah. These are... <clears throat> These super gourmet, and they're made to order. They'll make them right in front of you. Yeah, that's crazy. So when you, you know, it's not just like I'm going to pull a crawler down from the batch. Like, they'll assemble the thing right before your eyes. And they, they came in this morning, um, and they were still warm. Yes. Which was uh, me. <laughs> I mean, usually by the time the donuts get to the traffic center in the newsroom, yeah. they're, they're kind of chilly. These were still warm and gooey and toasty and delicious. Just yes, fantastic yeah. duck donuts. donuts. Check those out. It's they they were giving away donuts today. Um, vanilla cake, cinnamon sugar, powdered sugar. Um, I had a for blueberry one that it, was phenomenal. I don't think I've ever had a blueberry donut. It was really really good. It's kind of like healthy in a way, right? Yeah, it's, I guess there's I guess some there's a little fruit and vegetables. There's some there. antioxidants yeah. in there or something. But okay. I mean, literally, I, I, full disclosure, I have two donuts every donut every Friday because they bring them down. Sometimes I only have one, but generally I have two. I doubled that today at four donuts today. Four so, donuts. Yeah, I know. I know. Wow, it's, that's good. Uh, well, you're fit. You're, you're trim. <laughs> you're fit. On the yes, on the radio, I sound immensely <laughs> immensely fit. Um, this is a big weekend for foodies like me and you. The Atlanta Food and Wine Festival. It's colossal. It's it's like Woodstock going for, on today. It's going on right now, right? Yes, it's going on tonight. Yes, absolutely. The 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 tasting tents are happening as we speak. Um, there's tasting tents tomorrow. There's events all weekend. Um, yeah, the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival. It's kind of yeah. It's like Woodstock. It's like Bonnaroo. It's a <laughs> without it, the mud, <laughs> without the mud and the and the uh, the nudity. and the free love. It's just it. But no, this is actually I'm, this is one of those things that when you I grew up here. I grew up in Marietta, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I had an inferiority complex about Atlanta, but I mean we're we've sort of been a wannabe big city. I think for a long time, and we got the Olympics. That was a giant step yeah. forward. And over the years, we've had these giant step forwards. The Atlanta Food and Wine Festival puts us on a platform, I feel like, with Miami and New York and you know global cuisine kind of cities, and, and we are one of those. We are. I remember you took me to this a couple of years ago, I believe. Um, I, I believe this is one of the— I mean, You may have blacked out. Yeah, but this is—there were people—it's <laughs> not just people in Atlanta. There was guys from Charleston there and yes. Savannah. They, and, yeah, this is a festival that honors— the South, mm-hmm. from Texas, like up to DC. So you get these these, you know, James Beard award winning, which is like the Oscars for food. You get these incredible chefs and uh, mixologists and sommeliers all the from all over the South, and they all congregate here in Atlanta. And it's three days. It's sort of centered around the Lowe's Hotel in Midtown. Um, that's where most of the uh, the um, seminars are held sure. and stuff like that. The, the tasting tents, um, and there's still tickets, I believe, for tomorrow's tasting tents and Sundays. Um, that's sort of at the Piedmont Park area, but it sort of sp- sprawls out around yeah. Midtown. And it's good because you, you do a little walking in between. You can walk off some of the, the, the calories you're <laughs> taking you can, in. If you can walk, because there's there's a lot of good things to drink along with your food. Take it, if you are interested in going, I'm going to try to go tomorrow, depending on, on what the girlfriend thinks. Okay. Um, but she's a foodie, too, so she should want to go. ATLFoodAndWineFestival.com. Yes. Uh, you can get tickets there. Here's the thing, though. Um, 
21 and up. You got to be 21 the and up. The tasting tent is 20. And it yeah. really is an adult thing. It's not something you want to. It's not one of those like street festivals where you kind of walk down and you sure. get funnel cakes and fried corn and stuff like that. <laughs> it's um, this is this is a, a next level kind of thing. And, you know, a tasting tent's 100 bucks, but it's three plus hours of food and drink. And I think the price point kind of keeps out. Some of the riffraff, you know, like me and you, but yeah, um, somehow we, somehow we made, managed to get in there. But no, Atlanta Food and Wine Festival, just something I'm really um, proud of in the city. And and I can't bring Bosco. No pets allowed. No, or yeah. Johnny Kilbasa. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I actually would like to take Johnny Kilbasa to like a fine restaurant or uh, a fine dining establishment or one of these things to see how he uh, lives on the in the wilderness. Well, somewhere you probably could bring some of your uh, your riffraff yeah. uh, entourage. It's happening <laughs> right now as we speak, and it goes till eleven o'clock tonight, and then all day tomorrow is the Candler Park Music and Food Festival. Oh, nice! And that's brought to you by Terrapin Beer. That this is you know this sort of started as one of those cool neighborhood vibe kind of festivals and it too has just you know sprung into a pretty big big deal i mean they got some really good um acts so if you want to go tonight 9 30 this band lettuce is playing it's like this really good jam band um there's great music tomorrow starting at noon i mean or the the gates open at noon going all day and fi- uh start um excuse me finishing with a government mule which is a big act um so the Candler Park uh, Music and Food Festival, that's at Candler Park, and um, that's a really good one. David Danzig from Bites and Sights joining us on the Mark Aram Show on this National Donut Day. Yeah. Um, w- one of the one of the one of my favorite days of the year. I like I like all these food days. I know, well, there's another one coming Monday. Do you know about that? No, what's coming on Monday? National Cheese Day. Ooh. Yeah. So if your arteries weren't clogged... And this segment brought to you by <laughs> Levator, Crestor. Um, you can clog your arteries on Monday with National Cheese Days. There's a lot of great. Do you know places. what my new my new favorite cheese dish is? And this is something that I mean, no. I, I've worked in. I worked in an Italian restaurant in college. That's how I paid for school. This yeah. thing, this new thing called burrata. Yeah, it's that, not that new. Well, I mean, it wasn't around 20 years ago. It, it, I don't think it was. It was it in was Italy popular. 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. But so basically, burrata is like a cheese bomb. Yeah. Of deliciousness. It's, it's like a cheese snowball. It's like this <laughs> delicious, soft ricotta-like. Ricotta's in the middle. In the middle, yeah. surrounded by a, a, it's just phenomenal. Sort of like a fondant uh, yeah. kind of cheese on the outside, a little harder. That's popping up on menus all over town. That's delicious. Yeah, I had a great um, charcuterie and cheese last night at um, Bar Margo, which is in the Four Seasons. It's this little cool den of of hipsterness um you know where you can pop in and grab something like before yeah. going to hamilton um something like that so yeah national cheese day is monday you, you're gonna you're gonna think i mean i i i waver between being a a fine dining foodie or a guy that spends 30 dollars at taco bell yeah but i tell you what my <laughs> 30 dollars at taco bell oh i've spent 60 dollars at taco with the dollar that's like 30 I items know, i know well i gotta feed the bananas you know <laughs> longoria he, he eats a lot of uh enchiladas yeah, you just um I I love and this is gonna you're gonna call me uh, a goober yeah I just love American cheese man the, uh, you the know Kraft what singles the Velveeta slices you know I'll tell you a chef who will sing about Kraft American cheese like he is I think if I'm not mistaken he is the number one um, here in Atlanta the number one reta- like outlet of American Kraft cheese mm-hmm. is Linton Hopkins so like That's why the I love H- them. the H and F burger. Yeah. Which you can get at SunTrust Park. Braves are in town this weekend. Get the H and F burger out in the outfield. There's there's an outlet in the um, 
uh, Pond City Market. Pond City Market. And you can also go to Holman and Finch where the thing emanated from. Linton will tell you, first of all, American cheese is not technically cheese. It's a, a cheese product. It's a cheese product. <laughs> yeah. The French will absolutely make sure you yeah. know that. But Kraft American cheese, yeah, I, absolutely, there's nothing else like it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm not I'm not dissing other cheeses because I like all cheeses. I'm a cheese guy. But if I get a burger, I don't want cheddar on it. I don't want Swiss on it. You want it. blue cheese, crumbles. Uh, I mean, sure, fine. <laughs> but my preference is yeah. throw on two Kraft Singles yeah. or th- throw on two Velveeta or a, a grilled cheese sandwich at home. Yeah. You know, my mom used to make them with ch- with cheddar and Munster, and they're they're fine, but they're, to it's me just nothing gooey. better. I went to Marcel last week. They do a, they do a late night burger it starts at 11 o'clock at night they have a whole late night menu and then they do it for lunch once in a while once in a while and so i camped out there's this crazy line and that is just a monolith of a burger sandwich they have like boozy milkshakes and boozy milkshakes and they do these fries so if you ever get a a chance to go for a pop-up or you know go late night it's marcel is incredible it's ford fries place and that thing is just swimming in american right on howell mill good good spot there so good um what was I going to say about the cheese? Uh, David Danzig from Bites and Sights in here. You're calling me cheesy. Um, oh, I had something to say about cheese, and I can't remember now. Dag nabbit. Just anyway. clogged your, clogged oh, your oh, here's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. And you're going to, this might be blasphemy to a, a fine dining guy like yourself, but I wish I could go to Publix, and they sell uh, McDonald's cheese slices in, in the dairy section. They do? I wish they did. Oh, they wish they did. Yeah, because McDonald's American cheese to me. McDonald's American cheese is, and and look, I lo- I love fine dining. Don't get me wrong, but I, you know, I'm also, I can't go to Taco Bell, but <laughs> but I do appreciate. You know what else is amazing about this town is we have these fast casual places that are fantastic, like ethnic places. Um, I just went to the other day to the to one in Buckhead. It's called Chow Bing, and they do. Chinese, fast, casual. You go to the counter and order, and then they'll bring it to your table. But high quality. Where is where in Bucket it's is in, this? It's right next to the old disc, Disco Kroger. Okay. Um, where right the limelight used to be. Right there by Piedmont. Chow Bing. You know, Springer Mountain Farm chicken. Like, really good quality. You got me a Chinese uh, food, man. I There's a place that just opened, um, you talked about um, earlier this week, Bun Mi. That's right down the amazing. road. Amazing! It's amazing. Oh like Vietnamese God. sandwiches, they do vermicelli, and, and you don't drop. You're not dropping. Yeah, it's like ten. You know, bucks. like eight, nine, ten bucks for super good quality. Can you hang out one more second? Absolutely. I want to talk about a, a new restaurant that just opened in Buckhead. Uh, a new location of a restaurant that just opened in Buckhead. I'm very excited Ooh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm starving now, so thank you. Okay. I, I thought I was full with all the donuts this morning. Have your but fifth donut. You'll be David fine. Danzig from Bites and Sights, making me hungry again. Real quick before we go to break, uh, where can we find your stuff online? My my website is Bites and Insights, B-I-T-E-S, the letter N, S-I-T-E-S dot net, bitesinsights.net. Same thing, my handle all over the internet, by, at Bites Insights. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show, closing out the work week on National Donut Day. A uh, man who probably, uh, how many donuts did you have this morning? Do you have any? Um... I, you, you stay svelte. So I I'm do stay svelte. Yeah, yeah. I, I I smelled some donuts this morning. You didn't even take a bite. I, they, I wafted them in. Duck donuts, folks. By the way, thank Duck you donuts for the folks, really good. Uh, folks at Duck Donuts. David Danzig from Bites and Sights and the Mark Aram Show. All right, so uh, one of my favorite steakhouses um, is is outside the perimeter, and for me, I'm an inside the perimeter kind of guy. Me too. But I will venture to Roswell to go to Little Alley Steaks because Steakhouse because it's that good. Yeah. 
I don't have to necessarily go outside the perimeter anymore. There's one yeah. inside the perimeter it's, now. Yeah, so it's been about ye- so Little Alley Steak in Roswell is this beloved. I mean, the doors open at four. The place is packed it's amazing. from four till close. Amazing. It just has this incredible vibe to it. It doesn't feel like this stuffy, uh, you know, traditional steakhouse. It's more of a butcher's theme. There's butcher's blocks and knives and you know things like that. Um, so the owners decided they wanted to jump into the fray in Bucket. There's like seven steakhouses within a two-block radius in Bucket. Sure. And they jumped into the old Asia space. It's AJA, which is right by Phipps, which was this massive 9,000-square-foot cavernous space that just didn't make it. So they have come in. I'm telling you, Mark, it is one of the most spectacular. This is probably the biggest restaurant opening on uh, sheer size and scale wow. in the past decade. Okay, It is absolutely magnificent. They took that 9,000 square feet, somehow designed it. It feels cozy, cozy. and comfortable. It's intimate. It's got the same uh, quality. The, the steaks, they do these wet and dry age, oh, yeah. 100% Angus. Last time I was there, I had these, the flight of uh, The flight steaks. of meats, yeah, yes. I mean, so good. I, had and a, I don't even eat meat. That's it, how good it, it's it was. It's just, it is a spectacle. You, you, it is on scale with something you'd see in Miami or Las Vegas. Little Alley Steak in Buckhead. It's it's a masterpiece. I can't wait to go. I'm still going to go to the one in Roswell, but I'm, I'm excited there's one closer to me now in Buckhead. This uh, is going to be a game changer. I'm excited. David Danzig, Bites Insights. Always a pleasure, my friend. We're going to hear you this weekend on uh, Atlanta Living. I will be on tomorrow talking about Little Alley Steaks. So All right. Excellent. In. Yeah. I'm really hungry now. Okay. All right. Let's uh, have another donut. We'll do news, weather, and traffic next, then uh, much more fun to come. Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.